Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. It is all about the buzz, and still I was about to tell y'all happy Saturday morning. Y'all, it is not Saturday. It is nowhere near Saturday. It's only Thursday, and simply because I had a hell of a hump day. All right, and I hope you had your earphones on on that. But this is how to get out of bed. It's like, you know, you don't sound like you just got out of bed. I didn't. <laughs> no, I've been up for I've been up for a minute. Um, and as you know, these things are supposed to evolve to the point that I am out of bed and I sound chipper and I have worked through and meditated and all that. And I'm raring to go and ready to bring you information. There's the beep, meaning that uh, I got to get this done before my sausage gets done so I can have breakfast. And I'm getting ready to take a sip here. On some strawberry lemonade. Mm. To wet my whistles and awaken my organs, which have already been awake because one of my guardian angels stopped by this morning and shook me and said, hey, let's come on, let's do another day. And let's get into it, y'all. This is, it's called How to Get Out of Bed, but it's basically where we stop and just try to get some clarity in our day. They are actually my first thoughts of the morning, and I probably should have gone live a little bit sooner than I want to put some things in my timeline that I probably shouldn't have put in my timeline. But I'm not a person to go out there and delete a tweet, so I'm going to let them ride. But anyway, um, we go through a journal moment and I'm looking around and I don't have the journal. So now we got to go get the journal. So walk with me, talk with me. Uh, you're catching this on a number of platforms. If you have issues on one, you can go to another one of our timelines. And you'll probably, um, probably have a chance to continue the conversation. So like I said, I'm grabbing my journal and we try to start each day with a blank page. We try to listen. At the end of the day, we let that be the end of the day. We try to shut it down. And I have a ritual now to shut it down so I can get some rest and come into this new day uh, with a blank page. Because we have learned through these conversations that every second of every day is a choice and a chance. A choice and a chance. Not a choice or a chance. A, ch- a choice and a chance. You have a chance really to make a new choice. Like, you know, I know a lot of us, we make the same mistakes over and over and over. And it happens. We understand that we're human and there's something called human nature, you know, and we, we resort to search things that's comfort zones. We continue to make the same errors. I have not written anything down. I'm just kind of recapping what we have learned about ourselves and just how to get out of bed. And what we have learned about ourselves and how to get out of bed is trying to look at a lot of the reasons why we don't want to get out of bed. People like, well, why the podcast is so late? Because there's no time zones, especially when you're in a fog, when you are under the influence of anxiety or depression or, you know, guilt, um, survivor's remorse, all of those different things. Um, what is it? Some of y'all are under the influence, you know, and I, and I don't mean like influence of, um, of uh, drugs and like just under the influence too many of us oh there we go let's write that down under the influence that's what it is right there that's what it is I, in fact y'all let me tell y'all i went to on wednesday the reason why i said i had a hell of a wednesday because i knew i was going to the city so i packed the day out because i'm like i ain't going back right because if i come home Everybody knows I am not coming back out. So I said, okay, I'm going to spend the entire day in the city. Yesterday, Facebook was in town and they had, well, yesterday, meaning uh, Wednesday in Atlanta of June the 19th, Juneteenth, uh, Facebook was in town trying to free us. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> well, they actually were. 
there's a bit of freedom on Facebook if you're not so much under the influence. But anyway, they held a um, marketing event for women of color, for women of color, minority women, and taking us through basically, we spent a lot. Let me tell y'all, honey, we spent some ad dollars, okay? We spend ad dollars on Facebook. We spend ad dollars because we know we live under apartheid and we know that there is a national dictate and a boycott that goes on in a number of households um, and that a lot of people basically emulate, you know, black women are the trendsetters and everybody would go and set the, we set the trends, everybody else is going to make the money. So in order to get around that, black women have realized that advertising is an absolute authority. They learned that from who? From me, because I wrote the book on it. I wrote the book on uh, manipulating emotions and advertising and networking and so forth. It's called 27 Answers to Create Buzz. It's located over there on Amazon. All day and every day you can get a copy of it, right? And so I said, well, you know, I also have something called Social Media Clinics. And Amazon was coming to town. Let me tell you, when Amazon does a training, they do a training. And it's usually free. uh, or, Or basically they fully reimburse each expense. So they did that. And we got a chance to go into a room with, I think it was like a little less than a hundred of us. They did a two day. Apparently it was a two day. They had the, some other influences in there the day before. And they had the uh, minority women in business in there yesterday. And where was I going with all this? Oh, just to say that I was there. (laughs) But no, I was talking about the fact that black women are spending ad dollars and one, they're spending ad dollars on Facebook because, cause I, I was looking around and you know me, I'm research. I'm like data. I'm like, I'm like the Terminator when I walk into a room, like, you know, that data is gone. I'm like, wait, black women are spending some ad dollars, but I noticed that they're spending ad dollars in hassle free environments, meaning that they're not spending ad dollars in television and in radio. Uh, they're not, they're not sponsoring events. Very much so. They're not, uh, well, they are um, supporting influences. And speaking of black women supporting influences, let me just tell y'all that we are supported by Natural Soap by Zakia, black woman owned business, um, uh, cottage industry, natural soap, y'all. Y'all know that I, one, one of the reasons she did not uh, look, look side eye at my pitch is because I've been a customer for the past three years, a supporter and a friend. And so, natural soap is key. And let me tell y'all, I am cleaner longer. Yeah, nobody's ever said that. I am cleaner longer. Like I, I live in Atlanta. It's hot. Okay, everybody around me is perspiring. They going through the funk, all that kind of stuff. Keeping it real. Okay, you spend all day in the city. Okay, I'm just saying. Ah, your girls. Everybody's like, man, you smell good. What, what are you wearing? Natural soap by Zakia. Look, I just sniffed myself natural soap as a kid. <laughs> Not only that, I get to go into a whole spill. Man, I love your skin. Thank you. No lotion needed. I'm I'm fully moisturized. Y'all, I go through all this kind of stuff. But anyway, not only do I rinse clean, but my bathroom rinse clean. I don't have to go in and do all that soap scum and all that kind of stuff. But listen. Uh, speaking of black woman owned supporting natural soap by Zakia, you can go to naturalsoapbyzakia.com and there's a discount code for you. It's called Dryer Buzz. So I know every time I say that, y'all go over there and shop. So thank you so much for supporting. Also, speaking of one of the reasons I know that black women are buying ad dollars and media placement and so forth is because we're also supported by AIB Nation. Now, that is authors in 
business. You don't hear about many authors on radio and on television and uh, in print and I mean in um, newspapers and all of that. You hear from hear about them on particular online platforms, especially supporting influencers. Well, the authors, let me tell you, there's an exciting uh, television show coming called Authors in Business. It's called oh, no, it's called AIB Talks. AIB Talks. So when I say a new television sh- show, I mean that you're going to drop your phone, drop your remote, and you're going to sit back, lean back, and watch um, these interviews. They're going to be absolutely awesome and amazing. You ain't got to go find it because I'm going to also bring it to you. I'm going to uh, simulcast it when it comes on. They're taping. Um, over at Cinemaker Studios, Cinemaker Studios, uh, executive produced by Dan Flores. Y'all hear all these names I'm dropping. This is networking. This is connection. These are these are when friends work together, and I mean like friends like coming together on these platforms and getting this stuff done. And so, authors and business. Listen, I know what you're doing this summer. You're trying to crank out your book. You're trying to crank out your tour. You're trying to crank out your book signing. You're trying to get it all done, particularly my teachers, because y'all ain't got but, what, 60 days before y'all got to go. Is it 60 days, 45 days before you go and hit that grind again? And so y'all are out there trying to get it done. Let me tell you, information flows through associations, okay? So join uh, AIB Nation on whatever platform you're on. Just go ahead and hit AIB Nation. Okay, back to the conversation. And then, too, you were asking about checking my timeline um, for the clinics, social media clinics. That is our office hours are, as soon as I end this podcast, I'll be taking the first call this weekend and each weekend. Well, actually, yes, this weekend we have a content clinic on Sundays. We have two meetups, two meetups. If you're trying to get your social media right, fix your social media, trying to create buzz, brand awareness, all that. You want to learn what I learned this week, yesterday at Facebook, at Facebook uh, uh, um, training. All of that is being poured into social media clinics. Social media clinics is where you go after the conference, after the conference, after the workshops, after the webinar, when you've heard, oh, I've been told I need to do this and I've been told I need to do that. How does that apply to my industry? How does that apply? Because a lot of times you hear all of this stuff and you go like, well, my industry, I can't say this and I can't do this and I can't post that. Like yesterday, you know, we were talking to, at, at our table, we were talking about uh, LinkedIn. And I was like, well, you know what? I, I'm not following nobody on LinkedIn. I'm just not. Because it's too many familiar faces that I see on other platforms and we're not truly collaborating like I think thought we would, you know, and it's just not happening. So I'm like, I don't want to see these people. I don't. Right. But I want to follow hashtags, which is amazing information. I want to follow corporations. I want to follow um, thought leaders, you know, people who are really I, I have to have a place where I can go, where I can be in full on learning mode because I'm always, you know, giving advice and teaching it. And I'm like, sometimes I wanted to sit back and be, I want to walk into a room where I don't know nothing. And I know that's hard because I'm like brilliant like that. But I do want, like yesterday, I go to sit down at a table and have lunch. I think it was probably like two people at a table of eight that had not heard of my brand. You know, and, and I just still, still didn't even have to introduce myself because they went and they got into a conversation about everything that I do. And I'm like, okay, well, half of that stuff, I didn't even remember. Okay, trolls, love y'all. I'm just saying. And some fans, it was some fans and it was some trolls, right? Trolls, y'all will expose yourself. Let me just say, 
when the fans get to talking and you want some of that influence, you know, and they act like you know me too, but they, that's, it's just funny how y'all are. But anyway, um, so it, <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, but listen, let's get back to this. So social media clinics, that is the business side of Dryer Buzz, and that's what we offer. So each day I am on and off the phone uh, consulting people, particularly as in using social media for their industries. On Sundays and Mondays, I have group clinics, y'all, group clinics here in Atlanta because um, people are coming in from out of town. Like, I'm there on Sunday. What time? Listen, 2.30 p.m. is our um I don't can't remember if it's the vendor clinic or the content clinic. Well, we have a meetup at 2.30 and a meetup at 4.30 on Sunday. That means come to me after you go see a bishop, okay? Because don't get me struck by lightning. I have been given so many ideas of things to do on Sundays. And I said, okay, I'm going to try this one. Because, you know, I don't want to really be doing no business on Sunday. You know, God was like, okay, I don't sit you this thing over and over and over. Go ahead, go ahead, do it. Okay, can I do it just like after church? I mean, because, you know, I probably won't go to church, but I do like to kind of be spiritual. But, okay, so we're going to do it at 2.30. He was like, hey, roll with it. So 2.30, that's time for you to go see your bishop. And then come on in and let's get get you ready come Monday. Uh, so 2.30 and 4.30, I have content clinic and a vendor clinic. And the content clinic basically works on what you need to put out there and all of these different platforms. And then the vendor clinic, if you want to go from selling to sold out, if you have not yet experienced what it means to sell out, y'all, let me tell you, that's such an awesome feeling. That means that you have found your customer, the right customers at the right price and the right time. Oh, my God, timing is so important, y'all. It's such an... Um, I, can't, I don't even know the word. I don't even have the vocabulary to describe the joy that comes through knowing that you have put something in the marketplace and it is there's a demand for it, y'all. And I have experienced that time and time again. And I'm experiencing it now with social media clinics. And it's absolutely exciting to um, to bring new things to the marketplace. And that's what we're talking about. All right. So let's get into how to get out of bed. How to, you hear the excitement? That was, listen, y'all, all of that was just about my yesterday. All of that. I feel this good just because of yesterday. And let me tell you, when I woke up yesterday, go listen to that podcast. I didn't even write nothing down. What did I write? Let me tell y'all, I wrote down a call. No, I didn't even, I didn't even see that. I didn't write that down yesterday. We didn't even podcast yesterday. We podcast yesterday. Yes, we did. We podcast for 11 minutes yesterday because I was like, y'all. I got to go to this event. I'm up way early in the morning because the event started at nine o'clock and I'm trying to, you know, I was trying to be on, I'm an on-time person. I'm usually, I'm usually on time, but then, you know, in the entertainment industry, I have to force myself to be late because there's nothing that's on time in entertainment and Facebook. They was late because they were like, oh, y'all need to be there early and do this. Honey, please. We were standing at that door. And now, luckily, they had breakfast, so nobody was complaining. But then after a while, you know, I ate breakfast, and you're like, okay, wait a minute. Why are we still sitting here? But they did get it done. But then again, this was the, never mind. But anyway, it was on CB time, but it was packed full of information. They sent to Atlanta all, and it probably was all, all of their uh, minority representation to come in and let's have this open, honest conversation about how we need to utilize Facebook. Now, don't get it twisted. Let's talk about being under the influence. Facebook, there's a reason. Listen, if y'all don't know how to answer these follow-up questions, that's why I'm your favorite blogger. 
Don't get it twisted. Facebook is doing these free events and trainings all over the nation and the country, the country and beyond simply because by survey, uh, they score very poorly on surveys, especially when it comes to business owners. Now, Mind you, they have, you know, great corporate dollars and all that kind of stuff running through there. But even on the corporate level, everywhere, their advertising on Facebook only works for some 47% of the people who use it. So they've got to switch that number. I don't know about y'all, but I saw Sheryl Sandberg on television trying to say that, you know, how wonderful Facebook was. And they was like, but hold up. You've got people now advertising your billions of dollars come from small business owners who are trying to grow their brand awareness on Facebook. And they are spending ad dollars and only 47, less than 50 percent of them are seeing uh, a result or return on their investment. Checking on my sausage here, a return on their investment. And Cheryl Sundberg, after stuttering a whole lot and grabbing and, and putting the blame on the gentleman sitting next to her, well, he can answer that question and he couldn't answer that question. And he was looking at her like, don't bring me on TV, look with you no more. And then so they decided, apparently they went back and said, okay, listen, here's what we're going to have to do. Now, they came up with some of the most amazing training ever, even in like, and if you don't apply it to Facebook, at least go because it is fully, re- expenses are fully reimbursed. Elsewhere, what what is it? Fully reimbursed expenses elsewhere. That's mine free, right? So make sure you go. Take time out to go. It is a good uh, investment and a return on your investment. Uh, I went to the Community Boost event last year, and it should be coming back around again in other cities. And I went to this one, and I have no regrets, y'all, except if I burn myself trying to get the sausage out the oven while I finish talking, y'all. But it's smelling too good, and it's about done. All right, so now we're going to let that cool. I'm going to get ready to get out of here. But let me tell you if, you, if you didn't go, if you don't if you don't go for opportunities like this, you're probably under the influence. Let me make sure my mute's not on. I'm talking to myself. Let me open up a couple um, platforms now that I've, now we're about to get into this topic. I have to try to, I have to open the platforms late so I can get into um, the intro here. But so I went. I had a great time after that Facebook event and it was all day. It was literally a uh, nine to five training, full on training of, you know, they took you through the app. Y'all hear that sausage talking to me like that? Lord sausage. You all in my ear. Go over there somewhere. Okay. So they went through, you know, how to use the platform, but they also had a, a dynamic person uh, who talked. Cause one of the things, especially you talking about women. Uh, one of the things that I heard him say, which I have been saying since 2008 is that 75% of the content is video It's going. He said by 2020, uh, six months. Okay. In six months, he said 75% of the content is going to be video oriented. Right. And by oriented, I mean, I meant like literally landscape versus square versus three times, three types landscape versus, I know it's like how to get out of bed. I'm, I'm going to get there. Okay. Under the influence. That's what we're talking about. That's what should be on your paper. But anyway, so I was I was under the influence that it was going to be landscape because we're thinking about television. I'm just saying, yes. And I've told y'all this. You, if it's going to be, if it's going to be a lean back experience, it needs to be in landscape mode because that means that people are going to go from smaller device to the larger devices. And you know, y'all got TVs the size of the wall, right? So you got to think about that. But as far as your ad, which is three seconds, 
to 30 seconds, three seconds to one minute, right? Three seconds, because you really get a person in three seconds. It needs to be the extended vertical, which is the portrait mode, right? And it needs to be video. And the number one demographic that does not want to do, do, do video because they are under the influence of what they think they look like, right? And it ain't enough filters for them is women. But yet you've got women on Facebook spending ad dollars, but because they don't want to be seen because they don't realize they look like what they look like, or we look like what we look like. And people who can see us, you know, because we're spending ad dollars, we are bringing down algorithms. We're bringing down, we're bringing down the success rate. You are failing Facebook because you're letting Facebook fail you, right? So because women have in their mind what they think they look like, and then they turn on that camera and they're like, wait, when did I get that? Where's this car? You know how they go online, they're fixing their hair and they're like, oh, I got to go put on some lipstick, got to go put on a full on makeup. Like I got to go on this thing. I'm about to take a makeup artist with me. And I'm like, God, dog, you know, can I just get some of that Alicia uh, skincare line? This Alicia Keys have a skincare line. She's talking about not wearing makeup. Did she launch a skincare? Alicia be going, she be hustling backwards. But anyway, uh, and I'm doing me hustling backwards. Okay. Everything is just backwards. But anyway, so women in the number in that 50, 53% that's not seeing a success rate in marketing is because they don't want to adapt to the tried and true measures because they're under the influence of something else. So Facebook has launched these trainings so that when they do their next survey, and let me tell you that even if you are out there right now on a job, your job does these same kind of surveys. And based on how to answer the surveys, you then go and try to get better results. In order for Facebook to get some better results, whether or not, you, so that you can say you like Facebook, you trust Facebook, Facebook is okay to have all your data and your privacy and all this kind of stuff. And then for business owner, yes, you spend money on Facebook and yes, you get results because Apparently, the larger majority of us don't trust Facebook, don't think Facebook respect us, don't think Facebook cares about our privacy. Uh, well, I mean, there's actual results and, and, and data that shows that they don't. And they're like, OK, Mark Zuckerberg is going to get us all put out of a job because if he don't act right or sign off on some of this stuff, they're going to come and split up Facebook. They're going to take Facebook. Right. He going to go on. Even if they take Facebook, he going to go create he going to go steal somebody else's idea. Right. He will be good. So the rest of them like, OK, listen, the tyrant in the corner over there, we got to maintain a job. Somebody's got to convince him that we got to switch these numbers around. Cheryl Sandberg, she was like, Mark, 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 but Mark, but Mark, but Mark, 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 but Mark, but Mark, but Mark, you know, and they like, Cheryl, speak up, lean in, girl. Right. So they don't, you know, that's in my mind. That's just kind of how I go. And then it's, she like lean in what? and dude was like, girl, look, I'm going to write, I'm going to help you write this book. Okay. We're going to let people think you lean in and talk to Mark Zuckerberg, which we know, we don't know what kind of communication goes on. But anyway, he says Cheryl on TV and she brought another guy and they fail. And, you know, and so now they have these trainings. So we went to the training and learned all this stuff. And the first thing they had everybody do was turn on your camera, turn on your camera and took us through these exercises. Now, you know, I didn't need to go through this exercise because I'm always live. Right. And so they had to experience it. So they had they brought in an expert to help women get used to their image, get used to the sound of their voice so that they can start using video 
with the ad dollars that they're already spending, already spending room full of women. I spent this, I spent this, I spent this. This was my result. This was my result. This is my results, you know, and this worked for me and this worked. Okay. Well, now here's all of this stuff that's not working. Right. And so they took us through the process. They had a person there to talk about branded with, I needed to go because I need the language, the jargon that that's used in that. So there's three. There was three areas which you'll learn at Social Media uh, for Business Clinic. Go to socialmediaclinics.eventbrite.com. Make sure you sign up for the vendor clinic and the content clinic. And then you, if you want to do this online or over the phone, uh, go to askdryerbuzz.com. Okay, so let's get back to the conversation because I don't talked enough about Facebook. Um, but because we're under the influence and a lot of the influence that we have and a lot of us that can't get out of bed is simply also because of Facebook. And I know people love to say, well, I'm on another platform. No, you're not. Stop lying. Okay. You're on Facebook. I've, I have put out the data. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you go over down Snapchat and put on a bunch of filters. You come in, you bring that, you bring that, you load it to Snapchat. But don't if you don't come over here and put it on Facebook. You go over there, your tweets, don't if your tweets don't automatically load to Facebook. You go over there on Instagram, don't if your Instagram don't automatically load to Facebook. You say you are professional and you over there on, you over there on LinkedIn. I done test you all the way. I dropped the Facebook link over there and you follow that circle right on back over here to Facebook. Because you are under the influence. And the sad part about being under the influence of all of this stuff is that within the past four years, you have not used influence to improve, impact your lives. And you keep coming up with these. You keep coming to the head of these situations where you can't get out of bed. This is what I do each and every day. I sit and I watch behaviors. And that was two. Facebook, the event talked about two things. One was behaviors. I forget what the other one was. It's in my notes. But I, I honed in on the behavior thing because I was like, because it proves my point. It proves my point that the same data that I'm watching is the same data that they're watching. How you engage on Facebook, how you internalize some, how you internalize what somebody else is doing and, and put on and put yourself. First of all, under the influence, let me, can I just tell y'all it's self-inflicted. I'm writing because I can't, I can't talk. See, I can't talk and spell at the same time. Oh no, I got it. Okay, a lot of the, a lot of the uninf- person. It's it's, and I know I know you want to blame work and family, mother, daddy, uh, baby daddy, and job, and all. You want to blame all this stuff, but we talk about we we've done a number of conversations, y'all, where we talk about permission. And I mean like permission, like I don't mean like, yeah, you can do that. No. And that's what you do essentially. But you leave these doors open, these uh, opportunities for, for all of this stuff to get in. Right. Just like I said, all out of all the social platforms that I have, I have to have one platform where I go to and I'm going to see something I've not seen before. I'm going to hear from people I've not heard from before. I need a place that I can go to where I can see new, new and different every day where I'm going to see something I'm going to learn. And that's my LinkedIn. And I've been trying to figure out LinkedIn like forever, just like everybody else. Cause they, they call themselves something different. But let me tell you, that's what it is. It's like, you know, it's very hard now to go and get these magazines. Like I love, I love a, a certain tier of magazines, right? And it's hard to find them and I don't want to subscribe, you know, I do want to subscribe, but, and I, I do 
love. I have a couple of magazines that do come because I like to sit back and like flip through the pages. But I guess I should subscribe to these too because sometimes I can't find. I, but see, I, I'm a, I'm a news. I'm an old school. I like going into the newsstand, and there's not a lot of them anymore. But I like going to the newsstand and getting my stack of literature, my periodicals. You know, y'all already know what that word is. Uh, sometimes I like going. Like we got a library down the street from me, and they have like a wall of periodicals that. Let me tell you, it's one because I'm in, I'm in media and I create magazine covers and marketing. So I love walking in the library and seeing this like wall of periodicals. I'm that person. I go to the library and I like say I'm, I'm interested in a particular periodical. I'm that person. I'm going to sit in the library and I'm going to read like 20 years of that periodical, right? I'm going in the, what they used to call the stacks in the back, right? I don't want the microfiche. No, I need the, because when you look at a magazine, when it says, volume this and and what does it say on the front of the magazine down there in the corner it tells you what volume is in well that's literally that's a book that corresponds to that in your library you go you take that that code that look it's called code i'm gonna call it code because you know we, nobody knows the librarians anymore in fact you know librarians y'all y'all drive me crazy because y'all still be talking about be quiet but we got to sit there and listen to you and your co-workers talk about all y'all business so y'all the one need to be quiet so we can concentrate but anyway you take that volume, y'all, let me see, what is it called? Come on, somebody type it in. I'm like, I don't even have a thing open. So that volume number, meaning it means a book that's in the library. So if you go in your library, like, you know, like we have a magazine here, and I do a lot of research on Atlanta. We have a magazine here called Atlanta Magazine. So if you go look in, the, if you go to back in the in library and you pull out the Atlanta magazine, like back in the, in the sixties, man, it's like, it's like absolutely awesome and amazing information. And so I, I love periodicals and I was saying that to say what I don't remember, but influence permission. I'm talking, looking at my notes here. I, that's what, that's what I love. And especially at a time when we can reinvent things and we are in that time to reinvent because enough people have passed on or have forgotten and we need to bring back a lot of the things and lessons. And I'm going to nibble on some sausage as we talk. We need to bring back some of those lessons. I'm hungry, y'all. Okay. Y'all need a break from me talking anyway. All right. So (laughs) we need to bring back some of those lessons. And one, because we don't have enough visual to be as awesome and and amazing as we can. I remember last year, um, was it last year? Maybe two years ago, I did a photo shoot. I hung out with my barber because I do her social media marketing, right? I hung out with the barber and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to capture her in her essence and working with her customers and things like that. And I did this photo shoot. And as I, after I did the photo shoot, I later on was doing some research with uh, Jet Magazine. And I was going through, you know, Jet Magazines are all online. Like Google, if you don't want to go to the library, Google has scanned a lot of these periodicals and as well as other books and things like that. And created this awesome library, visual library online. And so I'm, I'm looking through some issues of Jet Magazine online. I see this photo shoot uh, that there once upon a time were only like 25 women barbers like full-on barbers like they didn't do they didn't do women's hair at all they they literally were like barber you know and they were like breaking the barriers of of owning a barber shop you know women having all these male customers because you know how y'all boycott women so they were like well these 25 women uh you know are they got male customers right these men are going to these women to get their hair cut 
And I'm looking at the photo shoot and I'm like, I'm looking at the photos and the article and I'm like, now I'm so excited and I rented my barber and I'm like, girl, look at this. And I created the story and I'm like, do you, did you know that you were part of this legacy, you know, because she's one of the few female, uh, women owned barbershops in this city. And not only that, she's in the historic West end. And these were women who were on, could only do this thing. They were on the West coast. They meaning they had gone to the frontier and they were in Los Angeles. Right. And so, and several of the pictures were almost exact. Well, you know, the style and the, because of the style and the technique, taking her photo and the photo of these women some 50, 24, was it 50 years ago was so identical, but I was able to connect some dots for her and some dots for myself and some dots for women in business and the history. And I love this. And Lord, let me think where those photos, because remember we got that, had that issue with GoDaddy. So, and I, hopefully I think I put it, hopefully I put it on one of the platforms and not only on my website. I knew I still have those photos, but that was absolutely awesome and amazing connecting the dots y'all. And we talked about that before. When you talk about being under the influence, we are too much under the influence and, and just don't know. Um, yesterday was a very different conversation about Juneteenth and I don't understand why it is. We got to have these, these dynamic conversations about celebrating and honoring our survival. One of the reasons is because you don't go right to the survival. One of the things we don't know how to do is go right to the positive side, the stronger side, and with the strong side. We so what does that guy say in that movie? We just don't we just don't know it. We're under we're under the influence of of, of self hate and self pity. Notice notice all the self things attached to this thing. Because it's self it's self inflicted, right? And then the reason why it seems like it's more than self-inflicted is because there's such a large body of people affected with the infected. Infected, I'm going to write that word down because I told somebody else that too and I can't write and talk. So infected. There's so many people that are infected with it to the point that you didn't. You don't get to experience Juneteenth the way you ought to experience. But now y'all will go out, and I know we have to say this. Not hate throwing this kind of shade and shots fired, but it's it's kind of odd. And I I think it's it's that way because there's a disconnect because there are people looking at y'all like, well, well, hell, we ain't all drinking no margarita. We we gonna we gonna we we gotta acknowledge some things first. Y'all go ahead and toast and sip and buy and get drunk in the street. But you know we gotta acknowledge some things first. And so. It's just amazing to me, and I'm and I'm I feel this way because of what the influence on social media. Because the only way to really truly gauge how we participate in this um, nationwide or worldwide at this point is simply because that's the only way we have to gauge it is because of what we see through our sources. And one of my sources is social media, and so like this weekend. Everybody has such an amazing time of, of celebration. Yeah, we celebrate the survival. We commemorate the struggle. We commemorate. Because, I mean, when you think about it, an individual, um, and if y'all hadn't read the book Barracoon by Zora Neale Hurston, first of all, Zora Neale Hurston um, studied the pathology of this. I know y'all trying to figure out the, the syndrome that y'all want to call slave syndrome. Um, but Zora Neale Hurston absolutely studied that and wrote books on it. And one of those books, uh, actually, they finally relinquished it this year. I guess they, they were, like, trying to find the, 
the white savior in it and or put a white savior in it and she was like well hell we just won't publish it because there was not one i'm sorry not in this story there wasn't there's we i'm sorry i can't her thing i can't redeem white men with this book it just can't because this sorry this is cujo's story and you can't redeem a white man in a story of being of a, a black male a black man you can't redeem a white man in a story of a black man being captured 50 years after slavery abolished. Like, you just can't. You're just going to have to let the brother's story come on through. And she was like, okay, we won't even publish it. And they were like, well, we ain't gonna put, you ain't going to put a white savior up in there. Then it just won't get published. Okay, well, it's 2019. Okay, let's just come on let it out. It's been 400 years. I'm sorry. Y'all can't, y'all can't have every story. Y'all can throw John Brown up in there. In fact, there's a television show getting ready to come on. Who's starring in? I just shared it. Uh, Lisa Bonet. Is about to come out in the story as probably as one of the financiers to finance, and they in order to put in somewhere in the headline, they had to put John Brown. Okay, I understand John Brown did his thing, did his thing, but the the white man hung him for it. But anyway, I'm just saying. Okay, so there's a there's a story going to come out. Um, I shared it today with Lisa Bonet, and y'all know if Lisa Bonet is coming back to screen, you better know. Uh, well, let's hope not. We we don't know. Let's just hope and pray. That this is good, okay. Uh, usually, I, I think she does make some choices. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. So let me not. Let me go check. All I know is Shadow and Act, a source that I trust, that writes about Black Hollywood, um, put it out as a headline today. So they have probably seen it and and gone through the whole synopsis of it and can give us all the details. And if it's if it is a role that she is taking and coming back to screen and it's probably going to be something good because you know everybody running around here want to go i'll be john brown and uh okay well like do anybody want to ask like who financed see when we want to know who financed this well this was a rich woman uh who supported who financially supported the abolitionists okay so you want to you want to hear that story and we got our leaf floors coming through because we're under the influence being under the influence y'all where we at on time on this thing 37 we didn't even hit the 45 all right so being under the influence we're at a point where we are having to in 2019 you will have you are having to pull your head out of the sand i love the thoroughness of the leaf floor but come on dude let me see. Hold on. Let me go over here and check in one platform here. Let me tell you, 2019 is going to force you to pull your head out of the sand. It's going to force you to have some open and honest conversation. And the last thing, can I just tell y'all the last thing that you want to do in 2019 and trying to get ready for 2020 because there's a shift happening. The last thing you want to do is be at a point where you got to wait on somebody else. The last thing that you want to do is try to get everybody on board. The last thing that you want to do is to try to even get one other person. If you have not figured out how to go it alone, do it alone, become your own influence, you ain't got to go it alone, do it alone. But if you have not inf- figured out how to influence yourself, if you have not figured out how to get be- get beyond your vices, okay, your hurt and your pain, and I'm not wanting to tell you to get over it because guess what? It's going to be with you forever. That's a part of you. I'm not trying to tell you to ignore it. You must acknowledge every part of you. Because yesterday somebody was talking to me about a speaking opportunity and, uh, and, and like, please don't say no, please don't say no. And I, and I had to let them know. I said, well, listen, my concern is coming out of a grief process. Um, I'm, I'm not yet saying yes. 
simply because I still don't know when those waves hit. Yeah, I can still, I can do some things, but I still have to do them when I'm ready and on my, on my time and in a way that I know that I can be accountable for it. You know, I'm sorry. This is, this is my life. I know there's a world that wants me to be what they need me to be, but Hey, you know, it's like, uh, I, this is how I flow and this is how I flow before then. You know, it's like, I understand, you know, I, I understand, uh, but I'm under the influence of moi. I influence me. And I just have to go with that, y'all. I'm telling you, you can't always be under the influence. We There's a shift coming. There is such a shift coming. And a lot of people are ready and a lot of people are not. And it's literally such a close line, such a blurred line between those that are ready and those that are not. There's so many that can put on airs and faces and all this kind of stuff. Oh, my God. What what would y'all do if some of this stuff with all these tariffs and stuff that's coming? I'm telling you, but listen, you're under the influence. Is it the right influence? Do you have the right sources? Are you... I want you to, here's what I want you to do today. Comfort zone. Let's talk about your comfort zone. Just like I just talked about my car. I mentioned it a little bit, right? Um, I want you to define your comfort zone. Where's the radius? What is the radius in your comfort zone? You know, how much do you need in order to do what you do? What is it that you need? How much of it needs to come from internal sources or external sources? You know, how much, how much, how much information are you accessing a day? And I ain't talking about like, cause too many, cause the reports are too many of us are assessing like negative stuff. Like I know, thanks to my algorithms, I keep getting like every police brutality story down my timeline. And I, and because Facebook keeps recommending, okay, come on, leaf blower. Like he ain't worked so hard in all his life. Um, Facebook keeps recommending, listen, y'all, okay, now, mind you, I'm the person that always complain about, you know, can you move this stuff, right, so I can't say nothing, all right, Facebook keeps recommending people who are in this, in this work as advocates, as, as friends, because that's, that's what my concern has been. But what I find is I'm having trouble going out into society. And, and is anybody else, if you're, you're experiencing this, like I am noticing that I've always, my, my children have always said, well, mommy, you were always on guard. I'm always on guard because I've lived through such a time, but seeing this stuff on social media, it puts us at, it puts us at, it builds up a level of anxiety in certain situations. Like I don't particularly like hanging out in stores. I am so up to my, I have to have so much personal space when I go in stores, which is why I only go in stores on certain days. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going to nobody's store on the weekend. It's not going to happen. Um, I am particularly leery of white females. I am particularly leery of them in public. Like, don't walk up on me. Don't walk by me. Don't, you know, and I just, because one, I've had my own encounters. I've had two or three 
of those situations. And y'all know I'm live. So these things have happened live, right? I mean, like literally of them trying to call. Cause because I'm live, I've had situations of two white females trying to like call security on me cause I'm live streaming. Right. So I've had to deal, I've had to deal and shut and shut down security live on camera. Like you're not going to come and infringe on my freedom. Okay. Like, and then, and, I mean, just outright lies, outright lies. And I've had to deal with uh, some corporations on that level. I've had to deal with people, these two women trying to criminalize me and, and weaponize some authority they perceived that they had that I had to prove to them in a live environment. You, I'm not the one, this, like my daughter said, this ain't what you want. Okay. So I've had to, I've had to prove to them that you do not have an authority over me and you in this uniform that you're in better not come to me trying to act like she got some kind of authority over me. Cause I'm about to take both of y'all down and you know, and then I'm thinking in my head, wait, we ain't got the bail money. This, we ain't got bail money right now. So let's just going to walk away from this situation. You can't take your phone and hurt these people just cause y'all don't know the apparatuses. And I draw a lot of attention because I'm just not, I'm not like the average person walk around like just talking in my phone, I have different apparatuses that I use. And apparently that's threatening to people. And I have to be careful because I have to carry gear. And apparently I realized, wait, does my gear look like weapons? You know, apparently do. Cause I have to be careful there because guess what? We know that things happen. I mean, hell, a lot of people don't be shot reaching for their phone. Right. It's those kind of things. I'm leery of police. Like I've had a situation this week where we have to ride hands-free. Ooh, that was real country when I said that. We have to drive hands-free in Atlanta. So there have been particular times, especially because I'm a, I'm a late, I'm out at night, all right, overnight. I'm always out overnight, right? So there have been particular times where I might pull over to work my navigation or to check what's going on in my systems and my apps and all these kinds of things, right? And lo and behold, here come the flashing lights. And they come with the question, you okay? Well, I don't know if you're asking me am I okay or not, or you just profiling me. And I know because, one, I got short hair, even though I try to wear the earrings, because apparently the earrings, let me tell you, I don't think this is the, this is the thing. So earrings, they, they give off this, you know, this little, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? bling, right? They give this little bling. Cops are trained to... Cops are trained to look for certain things like, you know, they back in the day, they used to look for, you know, this is like riding at night. They used to look for the way the headlights reflect off of the hair and bone chains. All this, y'all, come on now. I've been around public safety all my life. I know. So, so they look for these things. So I'm sitting there. I had to pull over the other night because I'm like, GPS is like twisted because I'm at this intersection. I'm like, GPS can't figure out was for me to go east or west. So I'm like, let me pull over and get this stuff figured out. So I pull over in this parking lot. And apparently the parking lot was some little, some little country town, some little country city outside the perimeter. And apparently the parking lot, I pull, I'm listening. This is me giving him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. It says city hall. So I'm, I'm pulling over in the parking lot. I'm looking down and I'm going through my GPS, trying to get my GPS to figure out. Like, I know I made a left here and I know it's telling me to go the wrong way. So let me just figure this out. So next thing I know, I'm sitting there not flashing lights. And I'm like, well, damn. Right. And he pulls up beside of me. He gives me the, you okay. And I'm looking like, because I really want to say I don't answer questions. But then I'm like, you know, I want to walk away situation. Right. 
I'm just saying. Yes, I'm fine. I'm trying to find my GPS. Well, where are you trying to go? And then I and I tell him what I'm doing, and he he can't understand because he don't you you don't know all this what I'm saying to you, right? You can't relate, right? I understand you can't relate, right? My GPS has got me going the wrong way. I need to know if I need to go north, south, east, or west. How do I get up out of here? That's what I'm doing. But you know, mommy, I, I didn't like come first. I mean, I did. I'm like, you okay? Yeah, right. I'm fine. I'm just trying to figure out GPS, you know. And I try to flash a smile or whatever. But at the same time, I'm processing every death that I've seen. Every like like literally like every he might have been he might have been raised by I don't know if he was raised by Hidden Hilly or what okay I don't know who raised him because we live in a situation there's a whole bunch of women out there that's raising hate you okay I don't know if that's cold I don't know if that's broken window I don't know because you know you could just ask me if I'm okay I don't know is it wrong for a sister to pull over because you know then you might want to go run and check all this kind of stuff whatever so he proceeds to try to. He can't figure out, I, I mentioned apps and all this kind of stuff. He's like, okay, I don't know nothing about that. Okay, well then, you really can't help me. But okay, tell me which way is Atlanta, north, south, east, or west? And then he proceeds to try to tell me to go some direction or whatever. That ain't really where I want to go. And and I, he's like, well, if you just put this in such and such in your GPS. And I put it in the GPS and the damn thing said Texas. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to go to Atlanta. And I wasn't even trying to go to Atlanta. I was like, he wasn't going to understand where I was going anyway. I was like, I'm just trying to go east, okay? I'm, I know I'm, I know I am hella west. I need to go east. That's where I need to go. How do I, how do I get to east, right? Because he told me to put in something, and it came up, Texas. I'm not trying to go to Texas. I'm just trying to go a couple miles east. So finally, after I get rid of him, because again, you okay? What is that? Is that cold? I don't know. You could you ask me. I'm okay. Next thing I know, it's it because you know you sitting over here talking to me. One of your voice that y'all don't seem like y'all. You could he could have been a good guy, but what I have known is the good guys can't stop the bad guys. And one of your boys roll by and see you over here, you know, and then they want to roll up and just check and see if you okay. And then and then they get all turned up and you can't calm them down. Next thing you know, I got a situation and my four kids is owning your city. I'm just saying, I'm okay. Let me get this GPS on down the road. I'm like, I got, I think I got, he couldn't help me, y'all. I'm like, I got it. I, I got it. I'm gone. Thank you. Right? But, because I'm, I'm, I'm under the influence that I can't understand, I can't tell the difference between y'all in the uniform. I'm under the influence of not just social media, but being inundated with the image. And I know some of y'all, let me tell y'all, I know, because I, 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 I know there are so many of y'all who put on that uniform each and every day. And I've, I've even decided, I've made the choice, and I'm going to give the chance that there are more of y'all. Because what I do know is that there are more of y'all out there protecting citizens from police, okay, each and every day. Because y'all, when y'all show up at the precinct, and y'all know who they are. Y'all know who they are. Y'all hear the backup calls. Y'all know, oh, him and his boys going. That's going to be a Y'all know it's going to be a situation, right? I know. I know all of this stuff. And I wish I didn't know. I can't keep my head in the sand. But, and I've had that situation that you okay more than I can count. Because I'm that person. I'm going to pull over. I'm going to stop. I'm going to figure out what's going on. I might just pull over just to tweet. Okay, and I do. Cause I ain't, I know how much them tickets cost on that distracted driver. I ain't paying no money. I'm going to pull over and tweet. 
I'm going to pull over and update my Facebook. I'm, I'm a creative. I might get an idea for a whole full-on 30-second 30, 30 video uh, commercial. I might want to go live. I'm going to pull over and do that. And, and I have been live, and then here come the flashing lights. But I understand. Some of y'all really, truly mean. Tell me, do is it really? Somebody inbox me. Is Are you okay? Is that really a thing, or is that some more code? I just need to know. Because, and then the thing about it is, I didn't want to, like, just pull off. I'm like, got to roll the window down. Got to tell him I'm okay. He could be genuine, you know. He could, I don't know. I, I'm not, not, listen, I'm not even saying we, us. I'm saying I don't know. And let me tell you who I, I know. Every, let me tell y'all. If I don't know, and I know every zone commander, I know every police chief pretty much in the state of Georgia, I have been at the table with them. I have been at the table with the FBI. And I'm still saying, I don't know. I can't assure you. I cannot assure you that you are safe. I have had, and they were like, well, dry bus, can you like just do a ride along? Hell no. I'm not. I'm not getting in the car with you. Listen, because on the other side of that, I know y'all ain't safe. You cannot. I don't know that you can protect me. I don't know that there are many of you that put on a uniform and I know you, I know, no, no I'm not going to say it like that. I know that there are many of you. I know that I'm not going to say it like that. I know there are many of you that put on a uniform and I even see when you have to ask me, am I okay? I know I can see you processing all the things that I'm processing and, and wondering, can this just be a cordial exchange? I see it. Cause one thing I know how to do is a, I spot the angst and the anxiety between the both of us. So now here he is like, dang, why? First of all, he probably like, why is she down here this late? Let me go over here and see what's going on with her. Man, she probably, oh, she probably live. She probably FaceTiming. She going to throw me all up on camera. I just want to know if the sister is okay. And I'm hoping he saw the earrings, you know. And then, and we had to exchange. And he probably like, let me please. I'm sitting there thinking, please just let me get. A couple, couple more exits east. He probably thinking, please let me just get her a couple more. I don't want this to ask. Let me hurry up and get her out of here before my crazy buddies show up. You know, because he my on my he my uh, brother on my uncle's side. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, and I know. You know, let me let me get her on back where she need to go. This is what we are as a world, y'all, because we are under the influence. We are under the influence, and, and, and I ain't even talking about like the Trump influence. Trump just a benefactor. He's just a benefactor of where we are in our influence. He's just a benefactor. Did y'all see Trump campaign? Trump said Trump 2020. He didn't even mention the vice president. <laughs> His literature don't even say a vice president. We don't know if he's going to stick with Pence or not. He just said Trump 2020. I'm like, go ahead. Let me tell y'all, under the influence. We are under the influence. But I will say this, and don't, let, don't get it twisted. While I, do, while I do know every level of public safety and politics and so forth, uh, there are those who put on that uniform uh, to protect us in our communities. And even though as a black woman I can't dial 911, and it will be my last resort if I ever have to, um, I still say there are those that are out there trying to protect us. Um, there are those that are out there that do put on that uniform. And it's so funny. I was standing next to one in line the other day and I'm just, I'm looking, this was a black female and that's a whole nother situation. But, and then I, I and I was even shocked when I noticed the, the county that she works in, the, the force that she was on. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, 
But then I thought, mm, okay, cool. Mm, oh, okay. Mm, right? Processing. We're out here over we're out here processing. We're under processing. We're over processing. Okay? We're processing. And and think about the time that goes on in processing. We can't even say hello without processing. We can't say goodbye without processing. We're in processing mode because we are under the influence. We're processing. The man in a uniform, in a cop car, paid for by our tax dollars, said, are you okay? And I had to process. I literally had to look him up and down, look around, check the situation, look at his eyes, make eye contact, all of that before I could say that I was okay. Because I was okay could have been like, could have gone another way. I didn't know what he was going to say after that. You know, I didn't know. I'm like, I, I was pretty sure I hadn't broken any laws pulling in the parking lot because it didn't say, I didn't see a sign that said no trespassing, no lottery, no lingering, no stopping. I didn't see, because I look, let me tell you one thing. I don't like paying tickets. I don't like giving away my money. I look for signs. No stopping, no this, that, and the other, you know. Um, but I can't drive and touch the phone, so I had to pull over, right? It's, so we, we, it's processing. We're having to process a lot, y'all. We're having to process a lot. I feel for some of my officers. One, because I think my son wants to be a police. And I told him, not in this country, you won't. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. I know I'm like that. Lord Jesus, I, I, I just pray. Please keep him busy enough where he won't have to make that career move. Um, and he probably going to wait till I get old and gray. If he does, I'm just saying. Right now, he's got a blessed life. Hey, go on. Keep living. It's a whole world out there. It's a whole planet. Go explore the planet. Then come back if you have to. I don't even, I don't even want, I don't even want you in the confines. But anyway, um, it is, we're pro see, that's another process. We're processing, we're processing, we're processing. And your processing is being affected by what you are seeing out there in social media. And there are portion of us that get to the point we can't get out of bed. Somebody can't get out of bed this morning because they didn't process something enough. They didn't, they didn't pay, pay I don't know y'all. I don't know. And on these conversations, we say a lot, we do a lot, we go through a lot. And, and a lot of times, listen, I do it for my own benefit. I do it for my own benefit. I do it for my own journaling, which I'm actually going to turn into a book called How to Get Out of Bed. Uh, I do it with all of my heart. I do it with all of my soul. I do it because I know somebody's listening. I do it because you guys have great feedback and we have great conversations. I do it because it's necessary. I do it because I know what it is not to be able to get out of bed. I know what it is to have to process these things and, and, and all the things. And just think about, and yes, even though I went from one thing to another, they all tie in together. Because when I started Dryer Buzz, believe it or not, one of the very first stories um, that I had to do was to ride the kid. And that wasn't even Dryer Buzz. Um, but when I started, and I can't even say blogging because it was even before that. But one of the first, the stories that led to my even writing and, and keeping tabs on justice was the Rodney King situation. One of the very, when I, when I printed the first issue, when I saw Dryer Buzz in print, the first headline was Columbine. The first one, a friend of mine, he was like, I need, he said, I think we can print this. I think this could go in print. And he printed a mock-up of a cover for me of what this could look like. I had never seen it in print. I've never, I really, because I've always had like newsletters here and there and, and, and certain things in print. But when I started 
branching it over into the concept of something called dryer buzz. And I remember seeing that first color copy coming off the printer. The first story with the lead in was Columbine and the shooting and the aftermath. It was in the aftermath of Columbine, you know, and there has never been an issue. There's never been a time. There's never been a day um, where I have to decide to either run or not run another another story, another heart-wrenching story uh, or narrative that has to do with this. Because each and every day we're having the process. And you, when you get out of bed, and especially for those of us that turn on the news or the radio or this, that, and the other, there's so much coming at us that we have to process. And there's something... And we know what we do in after processing, you got, if you don't process you got to suppress it, write that down, right? Suppression. We're all out here dealing with a level of suppression. You see somebody having a good time and laughing and enjoying themselves. And you want to like, well, damn, they don't seem to be like they dealing with nothing. Honey, they have mastered the art of suppression because we all got it going. We're all connected to this stuff. We're all connected, even it, it, on one side or the other. Um, we're all connected to that. There's a level of there's a level of suppression, and that's why I say I have to take I have to take my days one day at a time. And I want to wake up and have a blank page. I want to wake up and start with a blank page right now at this very moment. We are one hour into this, and I want to get out of here and let you guys go. Um, make sure your day has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay, so that you can start again the next day. Start with a blank page. You know, don't don't take it. I know you got a lot to process. I know. I'm hell. I woke up thinking the day was Saturday. How you think I feel? And they tell my wait. It's just Wednesday. No, what is this Thursday? I was like, I thought it was Saturday. Y'all, I felt in my heart, mind, and spirit it was Saturday. I was getting ready to do buzz of the bashing, and I was like, wait, it's it's Thursday. Yeah, it's just Thursday. And I felt like that because I didn't, I didn't, wasn't in the kitchen yet. I was actually in the kitchen. So let me shout out. I had a heat up there. I was uh, in the kitchen yesterday. I was not live. Uh, I was live, but I wasn't in the kitchen yesterday because one of the things, and thank you, uh, I asked you guys to, to join me on a campaign this summer, and a, a, a literal campaign. I did a GoFundMe. Uh, and it's still ongoing. It's an ongoing summer GoFundMe. You can go to GoFundMe.com slash eat if you want to help me eat. Uh, but no, I did this because I wanted to put a level of advocacy to me, to what I'm building in the kitchen and in the kitchen with Dryer Buzz. I want to be able to donate my time, my knowledge, my skills, my platforms to an organization that's uh, addressing issues of food, food insecurity, the scarcities that go on in particular parts of our communities. And guess what? That could be you or your neighbor next door. And so uh, some of you jumped out there and said, I'm, I'm down for it. Um, there are a couple of ways that you can do, because you can do a, a cash donation. You can go to the GoFundMe.DryerBuzz, GoFundMe.com slash eats, and you could uh, hit me off there. Uh, there are those of you that are purchasing items for us to use in the kitchens and in, in the kitchen and in the episodes. I have just yesterday, I got a new bamboo cutting board. So thank you, uh, Choices Teaching Kitchen. Uh, I came home last night with a chicken, <laughs> which uh, they, I, they're going to provide these mystery baskets that I have to cook in the kitchen. So we're going to make a 
I'm thinking about curry, either curry chicken or roasted chicken. Y'all help me out. What do y'all want me to do? I got a chicken and I got a brand new, um, brand new, uh, y'all know I love the bamboo cutting boards. Because I use one for my lemonade and I, I you know, y'all know how I am. I love these. I love cutting boards. Okay. And so I wanted to develop a partnership with an organization. I found the perfect organization and I need to, I need to put some, uh, um, visual behind this, but choices teaching kitchen, they are addressing obesity in our kids. And so they, they are right now they have a full on camp going. And one of the things I know is a lot of times I meet our, um, organizations that are doing amazing work, they don't get, uh, opportunities in media, uh, that they should. And I want, and I know that that's a lot of the work that I have done. So I said, in order to contribute some time to them, I needed to raise some money because I need to fully reimburse each expense. And so thank you for those of you that have contributed. I was able to go and volunteer last night. They, there's a, um, there's a jam session. This, I love how they do this. There is a, uh, jam session that happens on Wednesdays, Wednesday nights, and they provide the food. Um, they open the kitchen to sell food on that night and the money that they raise goes into the endeavors that they're doing with the teaching kitchen where they bring families in and show them how to make healthy meals. And so a lot of the techniques that I bring into the kitchen, such as what you saw, you guys are loving the, uh, egg rolls, but what you're actually loving is the technique I did with the greens and cooking them, keeping them green, keeping them healthy, uh, not cooking them all day long, you know, not putting all the nutrients in the pot liquor, but keeping it into the greens. That technique, that's a technique that I learned myself in the teaching kitchen. And so, um, that relationship that I have with them is because you guys, I said to you guys, this is something that we want to do. Uh, I don't want to just, I love my mac and cheese and all these things, my peach cobbler and my greens and my mac and green egg rolls. I love that those things are going viral, but do know that on the other side of that is I am contributing my time. Also, for those of you that are supporting, there's another uh, level of advocacy on Saturday I will be doing a writer's workshop with, uh, with young people of Fulton County. So those kinds of endeavors, I have, there's an expense to those things. And so to be able to not have to pass on the expense to these organizations, thank you for those of you that have sponsored, uh, me in that, in that arena. And also again, um, for those of you, if you don't want to do that, we have a wish list on Amazon. You can go and find our wish list on Amazon. And these, everything I'm talking about is linked in the timeline. We created a wish list of things that we'd like to have in the kitchen. I'm really looking for somebody to uh, bless us with that indoor grill. There's an indoor grill because I definitely want to grill some things this summer for season two. We're, we're coming up on, we didn't do season two, episode three. I think the next one will be season two, episode three. And I really want to do some grilling, grilling of the vegetables and so forth. Um, and so if you're thinking about supporting us, uh, get with a friend, y'all go to the wish list and get me that grill. And there's an interesting thing. When the item arrives, we do an unboxing and we give you the most amazing shout out. We do an entire video unboxing. We received, uh, Pyrex. We also, along with the bamboo, uh, cutting board, we've got the, um, Pyrex dishes. Those are the, when we do the one dish, the casseroles, we will ever forever do that. Thanks Angela Stalker for that. Thanks Choices Kitchen for the, um, 
cutting board. What was the other thing? I got it. The DGI, DGI camera. We got a DGI camera from Sandra Mason. She also is one of our strong supporters on the GoFundMe. So I have to shout this thing because let me tell you, not enough people, people don't let you know how all this stuff happens, y'all. And all of these things, I mean, from the teapot, from the pots to the KitchenAid, um, the, the, everything, everything is like, I, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Your support is doing this. I just came into the kitchen to go live and y'all were like, we're in the kitchen. Why don't you, what's that behind you? Why don't you cook this? And why don't you cook that? And now it's like a cooking show. Yesterday when I was at the event, we had to make videos, right? And I talked about, you know, being a blogger, this, that, and the other. I can't tell you how people lit up when I talked about cooking and different things like that. So, but I do that with your support, even Petty Betty. It's, it's supported back here. Let me tell you. Um, so for the summer episodes, we're doing sizzling summer recipes. And these are recipes that you can make quickly in the kitchen that you can take out to events. Here, take some of the sausage right here. Um, I'm telling Petty Betty to grab some breakfast. So all of those things, but I cannot do it with th- without you. So if you are over there processing, trying to figure out should you give, how much to give, let me just tell you, process this. Every little bit helps. On our wish list, there are things that are $5, $3, $6, $20. Let me tell you, if, somebody, if you got it like that, there's an air fryer on there that I want. And it's the see-through air fryer because that, you know, that way it'll, we can use it as a wonderful visual. So there's two items that I really, really want. One is that see-through air fryer, like the old school air fryer, because um, that'll go great. And it's red, y'all. Oh, my God. The see-through air fryer, and then, of course, the indoor grill, because I ain't going outside. It's hot. I live in Atlanta. Okay? It's hot. Plus, I need to, I need to be in here where I can film what, I'm, what we're grilling. And do, can you imagine that, that, that indoor grill and my overhead? Oh, my God. I got to put it on my wish list. Let me go see. How much money do I have? So, anyway, um, but definitely check that out. And then, of course, again, thanks so much to our supporters. Uh, Natural Soap by Zakia. Let me bring that up there. And then also Authors in Business, Authors in Business, Natural Soap by Zakia. And then, of course, we have, as you know, we continue to do social media clinics. I'm going to get off of here because I got to get some calls. It was almost noon. I got to get my uh, open. I got to open the door. I got to open the phone lines uh, for the social media clinics. Go to AskDryerBuzz.com, especially if you want to talk about some of these trends that um, Facebook is getting ready to have us go through uh, with your mark. Let me tell you, I learned so much yesterday um, when it comes to dealing with the ad manager, the creative, and they break, basically broke it down into three different groups, of course, uh, brand awareness and uh, and then the platform in and of itself. A lot of people have, because black women are spending ad dollars and they're doing it in hassle-free environments and that would mean Facebook but Facebook still is not seeing a um, people are not seeing a real return on their on their dollars from Facebook. And so they're doing these workshops to help um, get better results of that because their surveys are not coming back good. But um, we did learn a lot. We did learn a lot. And it was great. Of course, it was great to be in a room full of black girl magic and to see that everybody's about to be. Let me shout out. Let me shout out because I am going to I have a I have a pitch I need to go get in their inbox. Chef Marcy. This is why I tell y'all every time you have to 
put it out there. What did Oprah say about the alchemist and Yala and everybody that talks about how to manifest things? Well, you can't just be sitting in your mind saying this, that, and the other. You got to say that stuff out loud. I met yesterday. This is why I say you got to go somewhere where you can meet new people. Check out her Instagram. I'll see you to her Instagram. Chef Marcy, C-H-E-F. And man, she spells it just like it is said. M-A-R-C-E-E. Chef Marcy, kudos to Chef Marcy out there. Uh, chef and woman of color creating my own path in this world and loving my family and friends to the fullest. Uh, hashtag food, hashtag urban, modern, healthy. Chef Marcy uh, is in Atlanta. And wait a minute, y'all. She got it. See, this is what I'm telling you. You got to always have, always have something on the calendar. Saturday, June 22nd. BYB Saturdays, BYB Saturdays. I'm going to imagine that means bring your business Saturday pop-up shop, 12 PM to 4 PM free entry. Y'all I'm telling y'all now that's how you get somebody to come and shop free entry. B O E A T L event boutique highway 85 y'all six, seven, two, eight, Highway 85, Sweet D, down in Riverdale, Georgia, a uh, real building of Kimball Plaza. Y'all know where that is. And it says B-O-E-A-T-L.org. We should check this out. Oh, they, they got a whole, hold on. She got a whole swipe of event. Oh, look at her food, y'all. Look at her food, y'all. Y'all, I'm telling you. Okay, wait a minute. She ain't had no business putting that food on there. Let's see. She says, I'll be out in Atlanta streets this whole weekend. Pull up on me and don't say I didn't let you know. Uh, Saturday B E and see, this is what, let me tell you a lot of y'all, y'all showing up to these events. And let me tell y'all, y'all just trying to take advantage of these promoters and y'all don't promote where y'all going to be. And then people go live and be like, where you at? Where you at? Let me tell you. And then on Sunday, she's going to be in Castleberry Hill. She said, save these posts. So two events I can swipe. And let me tell you, when you do an Instagram and you do, you put in, you put a couple of things in, the, in one Instagram. The Instagram circulates uh, several times. Okay, so anyway, so Saturday in Riverdale. So let's check out this uh, BYB Saturday. And let me see what I got. Saturday, I have my, I have, uh, I'll be at, um, let me think. I'll be, I'm a, they're going to be 12 to 4. I think I, I'm booked because I will be over in Fulton County at the, I think I'm at the Wolf Creek Library. And I've shared mine, so. But then on Sunday, she's at the Booze and Brunch pop-up. Uh, Chef Marcy presents booze and brunch pop-up. Ooh, the menu. Sweet cream cheese stuffed French toast served with eggs and Cajun turkey sausage. She's got cinnamon buttermilk pancakes served with eggs and Cajun turkey sausage. She's got a choice of toppings, caramelized apples, Nutella chocolate sauce, chocolate chips, brown butter bananas, three eggs, Southwest omelet, Oh my God, with sauteed turkey, chorizo. How many of y'all, let me tell you, how many of y'all going to brunch? Y'all going to brunch because that's what y'all do in Atlanta. But go over to Chef Marcy's brunch, Sunday, 6 23rd, uh, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. She got the three egg veggie omelet, and that's going to be at 425 Chapel Street, Southwest Atlanta. Wait a minute, isn't the taste of Southwest Atlanta coming up too? 
And man, I'm looking at this egg, this French toast. Oh my God. Um, she got a picture of it all on here. She's got a picture of it all. That's how you do a post, right? Always, always have an event. But check this out. Go check out this hashtag BYB Saturdays. BYB Saturdays. So check that out. That's something going on. Look like that goes down in, in Riverdale. And then, of course, the brunch. But one of the reasons I am mentioning Chef Marcy is because Chef Marcy has a seasoning line. She has a seasoning line. Um, and she just put out, look like that one says, Zesty Lemon Pepper. I love the, I love my sisters that are taking a seasoning market because we we shop. We are some of the last to go. We go grocery shopping. Okay, we literally go in, go buy groceries, we cook at home, uh, even though we dine out and support things going on in our community. We still we still cook at home for our families. We feed the kids before we go out, all that kind of stuff, right? We got everybody's got the sisters' kids, got all that kind of stuff. Um, and you have there's dollars that you are spending that you are not spending with your sisters, and many of you are, so both sides there. But if you are processing where to put your money. Uh, and you are not putting your money in the hands. We know we're not recycling enough. Y'all want to talk, and I don't talk about that a lot about recycling our dollars because I know y'all get all up in your feelings. You know, black folk got this thing going on, y'all, and everybody else is looking like they can't figure out why you have a problem putting money in a hand that looks like yours. The whole world talks about that every day. They meet, they meet every day and they have that conversation, and they be like, "Drivers, why is that?" And I'm like, well, let me tell you what the pathology is. Let me tell you what the book you should read. Let me tell you how to understand this thing, right? Just like Facebook, you spending all them ad. Facebook is like black women are spending enough ad dollars at Facebook that they decided to have a full on training because even though you are spending money on a platform owned by a guy who, okay, for all other reasons, they're like, okay, it, you you spending enough ad dollars, and they can't figure out. They don't know why you're spending ad dollars with Facebook, but they know that you're spending the ad dollars and you're not getting the results that you're skewing their success numbers. So they created a training to show you how to how to really get your how to really get a return on your investment. But now for all of y'all that are mad that you all of y'all getting your feelings because black women are spending ad dollars. On Facebook, they're spending ad dollars on Facebook, one, because it is a hassle-free process. And you don't have a hassle-free process in place. I don't even have a hassle-free process in place. I can tell you, you know, go go to the link and this, that, and the other. You got to put a hassle-free process. Stop trying to have a full-on meeting and all this kind of stuff. And just let people give you money. Just let people give you money. And I'm just saying, you want to give me money, go to GoFundMe.com slash DryerBuzz. If you want to um, contribute to items we need in the kitchen, go over to our Amazon and uh, the In the Kitchen with DryerBuzz wish list. If you like, what else? We got, we got another kind of campaign going on. I forget. I got to go find it. But anyway, y'all, I had a great day. I had a lot to talk about today, even though I thought it was Saturday. That's probably why I had all this energy because I thought it was Saturday and it's nowhere near Saturday. We still got three more days um, because Saturday, I, if it was Saturday, I would be up and heading over to Fulton County. So thank you so much, uh, Marvin Arrington and the Right to Rise, Right, W-R-I-T-E, the number two Rise workshop that's happening all month long in Fulton County. I will be talking with them to wrap this thing up about a content. So my content clinic, I'm going to take to these young people 
they are going to get it. I know they are, and I'm excited about that. So that's it for me until I go check my calendar and see if you guys have booked your social media clinic. Let me tell you, I only have one last thing for y'all to do for me, and that is... Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Bye!